Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of the Game Frame Podcast. My name is Connor Judice, and I am a 3D animator and VFX artist at AIE. And today we are joined by... Sean Easton, a year two programmer at AIE. So today's big topic is going to be on the 2021 E3 event that happened recently from June 12th through the 15th. Uh, we will be covering Microsoft and Nintendo announcements from this event. Uh, sadly, there was no Sony announcements uh, since they were not at this uh, E3 this year. But we have a lot of topics to give our opinions and talk about, so let's get into it. Uh, our first topic is going to be Nintendo releasing its Zelda-themed Game & Watch handheld. Uh, I believe they already have a handheld. Uh, I'm not too sure which one it is, but... Uh, I forgot what it was called because uh, I've, I've seen somebody use it before. Uh, it looks pretty fun, but uh, I'm not too sure. Me neither. I think they're about like $30 or something for it, but I'm not too sure. Uh, I've only seen them a few times out in the open with people playing them, but they're not as popular as like the Switch or DS Lite or anything, but they're like those old school retro uh, like single play uh, console thing, handheld consoles. They look pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but I'm not gonna pay 30 bucks for that unless it is the Zelda uh, one because that seems like it'd be really fun uh, I'm not, I think it was the Mario Maker or the Mario I think it was something with Mario uh, that's one of the handhelds but I'm not too sure uh, otherwise it seems like a cool idea I hope it actually comes to life with the Zelda one but let's see your opinion on it yeah uh, for me in the handheld device it's like pretty cool but I already own, well, I don't have Zelda 2 on the 3DS, but I have Link's Awakening. I don't think it's that specific version, the one on the handheld thing, yeah. but I, I don't actually know the difference between the versions and everything. But I have Zelda 1, which I didn't play much of. Um, I did play a lot of Link's Awakening, and I, and I do want to play the remake for it. If if this actually did come out, I would probably get into Link or uh, into Zelda, into playing Zelda because I've only barely played uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh, I didn't really get into it too much. It just wasn't my cup of tea. Uh, but I I might go back and play it. Not gonna lie. But I think this would be really cool if they had that. But then again, we do have the Switch with other Zelda games, and there also is. Uh, what are they called? Emulators with them, I believe, too. Yeah. So there's definitely a lot more to do that are cheaper options, I think. But it's, it's, it's always cool to have those those extra options like the handhelds. Uh, and hopefully they continue that line of the game and watch with other popular Nintendo games. So that'd be really cool. But uh, speaking on Breath of the Wild, they announced Breath of the Wild 2. Now, there is no uh, given name to it yet, because I believe I read something that said that the name would give away its its whole plot or something. Uh, but I've heard it's it was really good. That's kind of dumb because you're going to have to release the name eventually. Well, eventually it will, to, yeah. You have to beat the game to get to, to get to know the name of the game. <laughs> it's just going to be called Breath of the Wild 2. And then once you get to the end, it just like, it gives you the name. And it's like, what? I didn't pay for what? this. What? <laughs> I waited all this time for all this? No, but I I don't remember if they had the trailer. I think they said it was a. I think they did have a trailer for it. I didn't. I never. I didn't watch E three. We we're just going off of notes that we found. Yeah, I I had watched the trailer and kind of hyped for it, but I haven't beaten the first one yet. Um, I'm kind of playing other games right now, 
Plus, I was doing some of the earlier Zeldas, like Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, mm-hmm. which those were fun. And yeah, there, there's a bunch of like game or like games that I've only watched playthroughs of. I haven't really like uh like played them. I've, that was like the first game that I did play on a Switch was Breath of the Wild, but I never got into it. I, I think I got to like I think it was like a first puzzle or something, and I just like I gave up on it. I'm like it's too boring. <laughs> I oh no, really like puzzles! <laughs> <laughs> I know puzzles. No, it it seemed like it was really cool, but. You know, it just wasn't my cup of tea at the time. Yeah, there are times when some of the Zelda games kind of get frustrating, but that's some of the older ones. Yeah. Some of the mechanics don't work the best, which is understandable. It's an older game. Mm -hmm. It's it's not everything's going to work well, but um, Wind Waker is fun, except for the Triforce quest. It's (laughs) yeah, that one. That part is just annoying. And I I only liked it because i went to all the islands this time and i also hated it so yeah i think i've played a little bit on like the emulators uh i don't really remember too much of the zelda games but i've only played like some of the emulators uh but again like breath of the wild is like the first one that i actually like tried to play without a playthrough or walkthrough and i'm like ah screw it i'll just go watch other people play it i don't have time for this i know some of the older ones i like looked up a walkthrough so yeah but we're getting all way off topic, and let's go into our next topic. <laughs> oh, this one I'm excited for. It's a little bit inconvenient now since things are getting better with COVID-19 and people or uh, places are requiring no masks to go into it, like uh, some restaurants don't now. Uh, but this one is interesting because Razer is releasing its Project Hazel Mask uh, in limited drops in the fourth quarter of this year. Now... It looks like something from Borderlands or, or Cyberpunk. Um, I don't know how much it's going to be, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be as much as the keyboards and mouse that they, that they sell and the headsets. So it looks insane. If you, if you want to look this up, look up the Project Hazel uh, Razer mask. It is weird looking, but it also looks kind of cool at the same time. It's <laughs> kind of... All right, it's kind of dumb in my opinion because like... <laughs> I would not wear an RGB, and does the mask have RGB? <laughs> yes, it has. I think it has RGB. The picture that we are looking at right now looks like it has RGB. Uh, it looks oh, like. Oh God! I'm trying to think of like those masks that they that they call them. I'm not. I'm too dumb to know what they are. But uh, it's like those those ones with like the filters on the sides. Those like two big filters. All right. But they're RGB filters, I think, and it's like <laughs> a see through mask, so you could see the mouth and stuff. Okay, never mind. Never mind. I retract my statement on. It kind of being dumb. Uh, uh, the see-through thing, that's kind of good, actually. I don't know how... <laughs> like, how functional is this mask? Like, I, is it like, I don't know. It's, it's, I it's don't this project know too Hazel's. much about masks. I don't know if it's, like, in works right now, or if they're, like, developing it, or if they have developed it or anything, but... Early quarantine, that would have been, <laughs> that would have been kind of good, because, like, it would have been like, masks, the you'd be out wearing one, you just... You can see their face now. It would have been a very cool mask like last year, but since things are kind of calming down. <laughs> it's kind of dumb now. Like, Especially the RGBs. Jesus, does everything have to have RGBs on it? <laughs> also, pretty much the only place kind of requiring it is school. So you're going to go to school with your RGB. Everybody's going to be wearing normal masks while you it's just be have so distracting. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to focus. If I saw yeah. my professor with the RGB see-through mask, oh I would just like... I don't know what I would do. I'd either ask him to play D and D or or do something. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of just walk uh, out probably. 
it's so it's just so weird but moving on from this project we'll just call it a project because that's what it is uh we have news on the latest resident evil uh game that was what resident evil 8 i believe i think it was called resident evil village yeah village yeah there's dlcs in the works for it which is really cool because i I didn't play it yet i'm gonna be playing it soon but i watched gameplay and it's awesome i think it looks really cool and it's definitely a successor from uh, resident evil 7 uh so dlc to this would be awesome uh because i I wasn't really a big fan of the dlc in resident evil 7 they were just kind of like too short and kind of weird like the uh i think there was a blackjack one where you just like play blackjack the whole time oh yeah i know about that one after when i found out that was dlc like i haven't played seven yet i the first resident evil game i did was two remake and i'm just like i'm gonna play the whole series and some of them are really kind of dated oh god um yeah i'm hoping to get to village eventually and then by the time i get to it dlc but um currently recently i'd beat four four was kind of a pain because of fps issues game was fun until you got to a certain point where i had to just turn it to 30 fps (laughs) it it was it wasn't fun It, it was just bad like I had to do it for like two whole sections because there's no checkpoints. Jeez. Because the quick time events weren't timed correctly. I yeah. think that's what the issue was. I'm and I know they're releasing like a VR version, but I'm hoping they go and back and patch the fourth game. Now in Resident Evil Seven, they did have the VR version, and that was terrifying for me. Uh, it I was it was so fun VR. though. It was it does was really village, fun. I don't know does if it village does. have VR. I'm not too sure. I hope it does because that'd be awesome. That actually might just be one of the DLCs, like not like a paid DLC, but maybe like a free update if it doesn't. Yeah, because uh, Resident Evil Seven, it wasn't a DLC for it. It was it came with it. It was like an extra function, so you could change yeah. it to uh, VR mode whenever you wanted to. I think. Oh uh, god, it was really cool. That was really fun. But I horror games and VR. I, I want to like I want to keep the uh, the secrecy on what they're gonna be because. They've already covered everything in that game, like werewolves, vampires, big fat yeah, trading covered. caravans. <laughs> so, like, I want to see what else they're going to do with it. With the franchise? Yeah, I'm excited to see what they're going with this. I hope it's going to be some good DLC. They better be. Oh, yeah. It's like, I'm currently, I'm trying to play them all. The only one I haven't fully done yet is five because I didn't get around to doing the DLC yet yeah. for that one. And I don't know how that is. And six is kind of a struggle but i'm gonna try and get through it <laughs> just I've, because i yeah i want to i've only played seven uh i've like i like again I've, I've watched playthroughs of the other ones but i haven't played them uh they seem like they're fun most of them and there's like what one or two that are really bad i think or i've heard about uh, i think it's just six is kind of just the bad one it's not a bad game like if you're playing it in co-op i think it's a way better experience because yeah. you get to and it's five, six, and Revelations two. They all have like split screen co op, which mm-hmm. um, probably the only reason six I even consider playing six is because the split screen co op. Because like it's just fun to play with a friend. On That's Resident true. Evil. Yeah, those are always fun games to play co op with. Yeah. like zombie games. Five was five was fun. I loved I loved five. Um, six is if he it's it's not. I don't hate it, but it's just not my favorite Resident Evil. If I ever play it, I'll get my input into it too, because I have no idea what it was. 
the plots just kind of confuse me now because there's so many of them. But uh, Six's plot is kind of confusing. <laughs> um, Speaking of a game that has a lot of games within it, or a franchise with a lot of games in it, it's Halo. And Halo Infinite has a free multiplayer. I am so excited for this. Me too, because I love the multiplayer from Halo Reach. And that was the last one I played. I think I played a little bit of Halo 4, but Halo Reach was my god tier Halo. And I loved it so much. Campaign and multiplayer. So I'm really excited to see this because I'm probably not going to purchase Halo. I'm just going to get the free multiplayer. (laughs) Yeah, they they did this before with other multiplayer. And I think on MCC on Xbox, they Reach's multiplayer is free, I'm pretty sure. I could be very wrong, but I'm pretty sure it is. And Five's multiplayer, not the full multiplayer, more of just Forge and custom games, which is probably the only reason I played that game on PC, because back then that was the only Halo game on PC. Halo Halo 5 was... Isn't that like the the worst one? Like those other Guardians that are not... With the campaign, yeah, it's not the best plot. From what I can... From what I've seen of Infinite's trailers, it looks like it's going to... It's it's going for like in a better direction. I um, hope so because so far the like the last two have just kind of been well, iffy. like uh, the story trailer for the the latest one. It was like wow, they actually are kind of like instead of what five did, where it just kind of didn't. It's like for what like it didn't really have anything like connecting it to like yeah. the like, character development or anything of Master Chief. While Infinite looks like it is, it's going back on like plots and stuff that was mentioned in mm-hmm. four it's like i i hope hey. so i really hope so cause yeah i mean like we haven't seen the whole game yet but um i think it's gonna be a good game but everyone's just gonna play the that they, they've said that about halo 4 and halo 5 and like look where well, they turned I like, out i i mean like i like four um four's campaign was kind of terrible to me uh the, the multiplayer was actually pretty fun i, I, I mean like that. i like the i like the story for four I didn't. Really, I didn't. I couldn't get into it. I was like the only one I've yeah, never completed. Like, Halo Five, I never played. It's at all. understandable. <laughs> Halo Five was just. I heard that was just a mess with those with the campaign. Yeah, four is four story. I liked fives. It's just went downhill. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't hate it, but I just it's like Resident Evil Six. It's like yeah. it wasn't the best way to do a campaign or story. That's true. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why they went that that direction with that, but I hope they don't do it for Infinite. It's like Halo Four. It's like oh, all this stuff. Halo Five. Like, hey, let's skip over all this plot. And, <laughs> exactly. Um, like I watched the playthrough. Everybody. I watched the playthrough of it. and I was like, what is this? Like, why? Why would they do this? Like Halo <laughs> Reaches. I think like the best one to everyone. I believe besides like yeah. the older Xbox, like original Xbox One. I believe. The only cool thing with that in five, I thought was that it was cool to see blue team all together in Halo. Yeah. That was probably the only cool thing about the campaign. Other than that, like maybe there's other moments, but I just can't think of them um, at the moment. I don't remember the the multiplayer from from Halo Five. I don't remember anybody like talking about it, or, like I saying how good didn't it was or anything. Play it. I mean, like the Forge was really good for it. I I think I never actually used it, but I played some of the custom games. For me, in Halo, custom games, and this is why I'm glad they added that to MCC, custom games, is it was uh, something that it needed from launch, because that's really one of my favorite things about yeah, Halo. Yeah, that's what, uh, the Forge was always just so awesome to just go mess around yeah. with. I remember that from Halo Reach. 
that's why I can't wait for Infinite. Is like um, once people start like getting a hold of like the tools and stuff. I I and we haven't seen Forge yet, but I can't wait to see what they're doing with it. I heard. I think the campaign is supposed to be open world or something. I kept hearing something about yeah, that. Yeah, it, it's open world uh, at least as far as I can tell. I don't know if like the I don't think the whole thing like like maybe like when you're exploring the ring. Yeah, it, like you get to explore a Halo ring, which yeah. is one of the. So it's kind of like Halo One in that. Like, but it's open world. I definitely now, I do see what think, that's um, like. I do think that there will definitely be kind of like traditional Halo levels. Like, there will be like areas where it's kind of like more like linear and stuff. Yeah. I don't think they're going like, I don't think they could pull off like a, com- like, I don't think they're going to do like a complete open world. Like, you can go anywhere. It's not, it's not Breath of the Wild. I feel like it's going to be like, like The Last of Us. Like, the first Last of Us was. You know, strictly, you know, you have to, I think you have to, I don't think it was really open world much. No, it's that's a completely linear game. Yeah. And then I think Last of Us 2 was pretty open world, I believe. No, I think I the Last of Us 2 is linear. Was it linear? Oh. I don't I don't remember. I think it was like a little bit open world. I think. Well, I'm maybe like sure. the environments were open. But yeah. And that's what I'm you're thinking. You're still like progressing level to level. I don't know. They haven't showed too much, which is understandable. Exactly. COVID hit. COVID hit when they were going to originally show it. Once I see more of it, then I can start making more opinions on it. Yeah. Um. Well, let's go to the next game. Yeah. So our next topic is going to be, and I'm probably going to butcher this name. Uh, I think it was Eidos Montreal or Eidos Montreal. Uh, I think it's a it's a game dev. They're making the Guardians of the Galaxy game. It's not the Telltale game that they've already made. Uh, I forgot who made that. <laughs> yeah, it's Telltale. But this is a... It's kind of like the Marvel's Avengers, except better. And it's single player with no DLCs or microtransactions, which is a... It's a chef's kiss right there. That is oh, that's, what that's everyone wanted. makes me... That's like slang. I might play it, but... I don't know. I have too many games, and I'm trying to... There's other series that want to start yeah there, there's always like i always wait till somebody else plays it and then i like interpret if i want to pay the 60 dollars for it but yeah. i really i have faith in this one it's guardians of the galaxy you play a star lord single player uh no, how could you screw that up <laughs> i know exactly well they did it with marvel's avengers they screw that up royally. oh wait gets like <laughs> gets like cyberpunk level bugs oh god i hope no no other game should deserve that <laughs> no other game deserves that <laughs> We'll have like, um, yeah, that's one of the reasons why um, waiting to buy a game is kind of good because the not patched it like um, Ubisoft games, yeah. Ubisoft. I, I probably mispronounced their company, but um, <laughs> yeah, people are like talking about these bugs of these games. I'm like, I don't remember. I don't remember these. And it's like, oh, they patched them out like and launch. A lot of them were buggy. I counted the amount of times my cyberpunk game crashed and it was 27 times. I might try and buy Cyberpunk. Oh, dude, it's coming right back to PlayStation stores, and I'm like, it's like I kind of want to buy it, but then again, I don't want to spend the $60 that I already did on it, because I got my money back. Thank God. I think it was past a due date for you to get a return, and I finally got it. And I had it digitally, too, so I was really screwed. It's like I kind of want to get it, because they're probably going to fix the game, but at the same time, uh, I don't know if I want to play it right now. Like, I was almost and- done with it, too. Like, are the bugs, like, kind of fun? Are there any fun bugs? Because no, it's, it... I didn't experience any, like, fun bugs. It was no textures dropping in. There was no... <laughs> there was T-poses, and then... Oh, boy. Oh God, the driving was horrendous. And then the game crashing was the worst one. 
But we're not here to talk about Cyberpunk. We're here to talk about another game that I hope is going to be really cool because it has vampires in it. And it's behind or is from the team behind Dishonored, which is Redfall. And Microsoft and Prey, Redfall. Um, and the, the new Prey. Oh, and Prey, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. They made Prey. I love Prey. I have yet to play Dishonored 2. I Dishonored and Dishonored recently. 2 are awesome. I love the like I love the art in it and like just the style of it. It's so yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I played the demo for Dishonored 2 and it was nice like, wow, this looks really good. I think the game's cheap now, so if you want to go buy it, it's like probably 20 bucks <laughs> well i i can get it from i get it from mel's steam share oh true but it, it was yeah. such a good game both dishonored and dishonored 2 so i'm really i have high hopes for redfall and it's a vampire yeah. shooter so also what can go it's wrong? i i think it's a four-player co-op i hope so I, at least from the trailer that's what i got and i think i checked the website and it did say it was a four-player but i'm not too sure about that i'm pretty sure it is because the trailer had like four characters and yeah. it's like generally that means it's probably a co-op game or there might be like a mode for, for co-op so i will be excited if it is i i want to play it vampires and from a, a team that made three really good games so I'm, yeah. I'm excited for that one and i hope it does well uh sucks that it's microsoft because i'm a sony guy so i hope Hope, you know, it comes to PlayStation eventually or Steam, which probably will. Yeah, that's the only thing. I, I really hate the exclusive thing. Like, I've always had Xbox, but it's like, ugh, I hate it. Like, it sucks because uh, there are games I want from Sony on PC because, like, they don't run well on my yeah. PlayStation. Because I have, like, the Slim. Oh. Like, uh, like most of the games I play, like Last of Us, uh, at least the first one, I didn't. I don't have the second one. Yeah. Um, and Uncharted, like the first three, because I got those free with the PlayStation because they did their whole like, um, hey, stay at home thing. And um, those are fun. Except for the fourth one, which was like 30 FPS, which isn't a big problem. It's just a minor issue I take with it. But um, yeah, but that's coming to PC. So um, if any, any, if anybody didn't know that, that is, um, I don't think it was, I don't think it has enough official announcement but in a i forget where it was it was in a sony thing document or something sony posted somewhere <laughs> but um that'll probably be a long while from now considering they didn't announce anything on it like anything big on it yeah all those games they announced are probably not going to come until very late 2021 or next year so we'll give us bloodborne sony <laughs> i i love that game though bloodborne is bloodborne. fun but uh, yeah. speaking of another game that's, I think, one of the most anticipated games from E3 is Forza Horizon 5. Um, I think Definitely. it's the most hyped game from E3 this year. Uh, the graphics and gameplay I heard were really good. Uh, I saw a little bit of it. it. looks really good. It helps when you actually show gameplay. Exactly, yeah. So I think it looks really good. I think it's going to be really cool. I'm not a big racing fan, but... I do love my cars, so I do get those games just to kind of look at the cars and stuff. So I don't play racing games often, but I gotta admit, like that trailer, that um whole segment was awesome. <laughs> it just the game looked good, like the setting, level design. It yeah, just looked, it just looked really good. So I th- I think it's gonna do really well. Uh, I played Forza Horizon three and four; those were really fun games. So I'm really hoping five is really good. Uh, I think I think it will be. Uh, it's probably gonna be the best Microsoft game this year, or or next year whenever it comes out. But I know it is one of the most anticipated ones. 
Now, there's a lot of games from Sony that people are really hyped about, like uh, God of War, Ragnarok, and all them. So I think, you know, with Sony out of the way, these are, or this is the the more anticipated game from this E3 of 2021. Um, but they they have another game that's actually really, that was actually a really fun game. Uh, and it was like a mixture of like two different games. Uh, it's Outer Worlds 2 is coming, or they had a showcase of it. Um, it I, I didn't really watch it too much. I think I saw some like pictures of it. Looks really cool. The Outer Worlds one was really fun. Uh, it was like a mixture of Skyrim and Fallout. Uh, I don't know. I've never was... played the Outer Worlds, so well, I just described it. Skyrim and Fallout, yeah. pretty much. It's just I mean, a, like, uh... I've I played a little bit of Skyrim. Uh, that was I played a little bit, and well, for Fallout, I don't know if I have a good reference to that since I've only played Fallout Four. That's pretty much what it was. It was like have space guns and melee weapons nice. and armor and all that. So it was like, um, what's it called? Uh, what was that game that like flopped but came back to life? Uh, it was on a PlayStation. Wait, are you talking about? Okay, never mind. Um, I'm trying to think. I thought we were, t- I thought we were talking about No Man's Sky. Oh, no, no. Okay, didn't... no. I thought it was just a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, No Man's Sky. It's kind of like that, I think. Uh, yeah, No Man's Sky. That and I played it recently. I finally got into it. It's like fun now i've heard it's pretty fun i couldn't get into it though but uh yeah, yeah so the outer um, world is pretty cool i saw some pictures of it uh from the showcase so i think it's it's gonna be really a good game uh probably not as hyped um but the first one was actually decent i liked it since i loved fallout uh the fallout franchise and skyrim so like i think it'll do pretty well um i'll definitely check into it if i can hopefully it comes to steam or or sony as well or playstations but uh, yeah. So I think that one's gonna be really cool, uh, along Definitely. with Forza Five. And then our last game that I think I'm the most hyped for is Metroid Dread. Now Definitely. I don't know when the last Metroid came out, but this is gonna be a new revamped version, and I'm gonna I'm so excited for it. But I don't know, like I don't know when the last Metroid came out, but I don't know how this one's gonna turn out to be. I want to look up. I'm looking up what was the last Metroid game. Yeah, look it up, and because I don't know, like, I didn't look too much into this, uh, into this topic, but I just know that it was announced. Now I'm not too sure how it's gonna play or if it's gonna be like the other Metroids where it's like a side scroller or anything. Well, but, it's a it's a side scroller. Um, oh, it will be okay. Yeah, this is this isn't um the one that's gonna be like the Prime games, which is it is a Prime game is Prime Four. Oh. But um, I think they had a setback on it and they delayed it. Because uh, I know like a lot of companies now are going into the open world or battle royale kind of games. So I wanted this. I don't know how Metroid Dread would be, uh, especially if it's a old game kind of turned into a new with the uh, the modern tech that we have now with the Switch. But I don't know, dude. I think this is going to be a really good game. I think it's going to be really fun. I'm probably going to play it for a while. Okay, like the last few that came out, um, uh, was Samus Returns in twenty seventeen. I don't remember. This one that. is a it's a remake. Of, oh, okay. Right, I'm looking sense. at it. It's it's a remake of Metroid Two. Okay, that makes sense then. I don't even remember that then, coming uh, out. The other one was a Prime game. Not re- <laughs> it's weird though, but um, I played the multiplayer for this because that was in a. That was they had a demo for that. Yeah. Um, Federation Force. Um, uh, How many Metroid games do they have? They they have quite a bit, huh? 
Yeah, they do. Um, I don't. I don't remember like any of them besides like the old, like classic ones, the like eight bit ones. Yeah, and then the and then the one before that was just other M, which I don't. I never played. I've only played like two, but that's because of the multiplayer. Yeah. Now there's I, there's something that's not on our on our list that I did want to talk about, and I don't know if they showcased it at E3, but it's the three Pokemon games coming out. I think this year and no, next year. I don't think they did um i know they i know they had a, a trailer and like announcements either a month or two ago with uh i think it was they're remaking diamond and pearl i am so tempted to get um the pearl remake. i'm getting all three screw it i'm getting the, oh, no. is, it Arce- is it arceus is that legends i think it's legends arceus yeah yeah so i'm excited for that one and the next or in the um two remakes because i'm kind of getting bored of shield and uh, sword and shield so i really want I love those two. Those two are awesome. Yeah, I I played the. I already got Palkia the DLC. That was a pain to get <laughs> because I, I the Dynamax Adventures, which are fun. Um, me and my friends loved that part of the game. They are. A pain. So it was like a. It was a. It's uh. It was hard to get Palkia, but um, it was fun to do it with friends because it's just like, it's like oh, you don't get to use your super powerful Pokemon like that. That's what I really liked about the um, Sword and Shield was the um. The Dynamax adventures, but yeah, I think they should continue in some variation. Like, um, no, they definitely need to improve the AI. Oh, uh, yeah. like the AI trainers, they suck. They always get rid of the Pokemon and get a weak Pokemon. It's like, yeah, it it makes me want to scream. Like, it took so long to get Palkia because of that. The two next Pokemon games they really should make is the Heart Gold and Soul Silver. They need to remake those because those are my two favorite games of a all time. A remake of a remake. <laughs> a remake yes. of a remake. Oh yeah, they are remakes of a remake. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. What is it? Gold and Silver is what they were remade. Like, yeah, from nineteen fifty like, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, those ancient times. Really off topic, but I remember when they like, I remember when someone like discovered like the old like I think it was like a Space World demo of like the Gold and Silver. Very different games. Like, <laughs> yeah, they had a lot of betas for Pokemon games. Oh yeah, and, uh, trial and errors for everything. Diamond and Pearls had theirs leaked, um, and you got to see early versions of Pokemon, and some of them are really placeholders. <laughs> if I have to say something about the Diamond and Pearl remake box art, what is the detail? There is a lot of detail in. Oh, those, I didn't see the box um, art. I'm gonna go look at that after this after this episode. I, I think I've seen some glimpses, but I haven't like really de- looked it into. It started kind of a discussion. I was like looking around because like someone had posted. It was like, oh yeah, Palky has fur now. Like what? It's fur? Uh, wow. The, okay. Like not really. I don't. I don't know. I, I'll send you. A picture <laughs> yeah, after send the, the picture. podcast. But like, um, it's just it's just detail. Like the. Diago and Palkia have, like, a lot of detail in them. It's like, what? Well, that's good. I mean, I don't know how much detail we're going to see in the actual game, but... Probably not as much since, <laughs> like, a chibi thing. I was like, wow, that's way too high quality for, like, um the kind of art style they're going yeah. in game. Because it's chibi. Not that the box art looks bad. It looks awesome. But still, it's... They should probably go with the more chibi yeah. art style they're going with in game. but. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. <laughs> I'm just I'm just excited for those those three games, honestly, because I love Pokemon as a franchise, and it's it's always been great. I think so. Yeah, they definitely turn things around with the uh, Sword and Shield DLC. Although I hope they improve the walking with your Pokemon. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. So, I remember they uh those like little pokeball things you you carry around. Those things were awesome. I wish you could do that again. Oh god, I remember when uh oh god the animations for Palkia when walking and running. It was like oh god, it was kind of slow and it would just like go into its. I think it was its runner. Well, technically, it was like a fly animation. Yeah, fly. <laughs> it was just like all right, but you can't fly. I mean, those things but pretty you much can't are learn like fly. Pretty much are like Pokemon gods of like space and time, I think, right? Pokemon god that can fly. Can't <laughs> learn fly. Great game. 10 Very 10. great games. All right, everyone. We have reached the end of today's podcast. Thank you all for joining us today. And we hope y'all join us next week. Take care.